Daily. I am your host, Tony Fry. Today we are talking about a Kinks song called Rosie Won't You Please Come Home. It was released October 28th, 1966 as the second track on the Face to Face album. Uh, I think the most famous track that uh, non-Kinks fans would know from Face to Face is probably Sunny Afternoon, which was a hit. But there are uh, a number of tunes on this that would go on to be popular uh, among Kinks fans and classic rock fans and stuff, such as Dandy, um, Session Man, uh, Little Miss Queen of Darkness. There's a, there's a, there's, it's a good album. Um, and I'm, when we talk about the full album on a future podcast, this is one that I have very little negative to talk about. Um, so Rosie, won't you please come home? Was uh, written by Ray. And it's about loosely inspired by, I guess you'd say, um, the Davies sister, Rosie, and her husband, Arthur, um, moved to Australia. And after a gig, uh, like this wave of emotion hit Ray, uh, kind of out of nowhere. And they're on the beach uh, and he just has a total breakdown thinking, you know, his family is is moving away. They're changing. Things are not going to be the same. You know, it, it, she might be moving away forever. And this kind of sends him into a breakdown that uh, Dave... Davies said Ray just ran into the sea screaming and crying. And then he wrote this song, which is a uh, kind of a peculiar song in the King's catalog. And then of course, as you've probably guessed, Arthur moving to Australia, this whole thing would inform a future album called Arthur, which is kind of cool that he would take this one, uh, experience that, that in a way traumatized him and turn it into so much output to take such a, it's his sister moved. It's not more complicated than that, you know, but to be able to create so much creative work out of that, um, and so much different work, you know, it's like, uh, uh, Rogers, Roger Waters writing, 700 songs about Sid Barrett going insane. Eventually, you need to find a new topic. But Ray, you know, manages to cultivate this this event in his life into a ton of really quality work. Um, there's one interesting thing when I was researching this. I sometimes I like to go and see who's covered the song because a few times I've I've mentioned on the podcast, oh, this would be cool. So and so covered it. And uh, so I've gotten into the habit of checking before I say those things, just in case maybe they did. You know, there's a lot of tribute albums to the Kinks and the Beatles and all that kind of stuff. And what I found interesting about this song is I found three cover versions of Note. Um, None of them, I believe, are on Spotify. You got to go on YouTube to find them. Uh, So Rosie, won't you please come home by the Kinks? Rosie is spelled R-O-S-Y. Marianne Faithful does a version of it, um, uh, contemporary. It, it, it would have come out on her 1967 album, Love and a Mist, um, but it didn't come out until the CD was released as a bonus track. But her version is just called Rosie Rosie, R-O-S-I-E. So different spelling of the name, totally different title. Um, 
I wrote in my notes, the Chesterfield Kinks. The Chesterfield Kings released a song called Rosie, R-O-S-I-E, on a 1989 tribute album called Shangri-La. So I think it's weird that a tribute album would get the title wrong. Also, spelling Rosie a different way and then not adding the rest of the title. And then the Smithereens released a version on their album just called Covers in 2014 that was called Rosie, Won't You Please Come Home, but with the wrong spelling of Rosie. So we have three covers with three completely different titles, none of which match... Um, Ray's original title to the letter. You know, the smithereens came closest, but they still spelled Rosie wrong. And that got me thinking because, you know, I'm a member of BMI. And and when you register a song for the performing rights organizations, you have to put in alternate titles or also known as. So like, um, I can't think of a good example, but if I wrote a song, let's say, Hey Jude, if Hey Jude was commonly known as Na 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 Na, I would include that as a alternate title in the rights keeping so that if people covered it and released their covers as that song, I would still get my my uh, my royalties. This song must be a real pain in the neck to get royalties to Ray because people just can't see. Everybody gets Sunny Afternoon, right? You know, I don't know of any covers of that song that are called In the Summertime or, uh, you know, I don't know what else, sitting on my ice cold beer. You know, like they're all called Sunny Afternoon. So this must be a nightmare for Ray to actually get his money for. So one cool thing, I'm going to grab the guitar. I feel like I haven't done this in a while. Um one cool thing is the song opens with the same chord progression as uh, Walk Don't Run by The Ventures, which came out in 1960. It's an instrumental. You know the song. It's that one. Um, and so it starts with that A minor. Obviously, it's it's slower than the Ventures. The Ventures song is pretty quick, and then that same chord progression comes back um, at the end of each chorus. But he immediately uh, he hints at it a little bit. Rosie, won't you? Then he switches to a D seven instead of going to the F, and then back to the G. You got A minor to G to D7 to G, C to G to C to E7. So he doesn't stick to that um, that Ventures chord progression except for that intro and then as the tail end of the chorus. And the chorus, there seems to be some debate online about the chords to this, and I just don't understand. And, you know, I visit kindakinks.net all the time. Uh, to get my chords for Kinks tunes because they're typically more accurate than a lot of the tab sites or whatever. And so visit kindakinks.net. Um, they're very gracious to help spread the word of this podcast. So let's send some love their way if you don't already. 
But um, they've got a couple versions of this song. Neither one of them are right. And then there are some addendums at the bottom that are kind of somewhat right. So I'm going to put it all in the in the right now. And if Dave wants to correct it, he can uh, send my royalty checks to Rosie with an IE and a silent Q. So some people think the, the chorus... Um, My Rosie, how I miss you. The, the, the first version switches to an E7. It does not. It stays on an A minor chord. Oh, my Rosie, how I miss you. Right? That's it. He just hits that A minor. And uh, then the second version of the chords that I see that does say A minor all the way through puts an E7 with an asterisk saying that uh, the voice is singing a G, and the guitar should be playing a G sharp, which is part of the E7 chord. All that's wrong. The dissonance comes from, they're saying that it's a flat three, um, which gives it the bluesy sound. That's not right. You're on the A minor chord. Whoa, I'm out of tune already. Sorry about that. Um, that right there is actually a flat five. It's an E flat. And... That's where the dissonance comes from. The voice and that just nasty sounding guitar they've got. It's I love the sound of that that chorus with that guitar doing the the lick. Um, that E flat is where your dissonance comes from because you've got an E natural in the chord A C and E, and then you've got this E flat. So that's your dissonance there. And uh, so it's not a, a G over a G sharp. It's an E over an E flat. And it's a flat five, not a flat three. So if you're looking to, to add this to your list of cover songs for your band, um, make my changes to one of those songs. So that's where some of the dissonance comes from. But some of the other dissonance in this song comes from Ray's vocal delivery, which is very fragile. And you've got that real heavy uh, chorus that's got like the guitar and maybe some piano double track on top of it that's got that real crunchy line. But if you listen to Ray's vocal, he is not singing this in a strong voice. And in fact, some of his uh, notes that are at the top of the phrases, like, Rosie, won't you please come home? He can barely get home out in tune. And this is not the top of his range. We've heard him sing higher. So I think this is a conscious uh, performance uh, decision. Where he's going, Rosie, won't you please come home? Like he's just almost like he's almost holding back tears as he's singing, which might have been the case. Um, I doubt it because he's probably been uh, recording this song for hours and hours and hours, if not days and days and days by the time he gets to the vocal track. So it's probably not fresh in his emotional uh, zone right now. At this point, it's just a song he's working on. But it gives that illusion. And a lot of this song barely feels in tune. And so when he gets to that flat five at the end of the chorus, which is the highest note of that line, 
uh, where is it? I would sacrifice all I have to uh, have a happy home once more. Right. When he gets to that note, he's barely able to squeak it out. And it adds some impact to the song, I think. And it adds to the dissonance that he's looking for. And this is a rare song that uh, of Ray's that is really grounded in a minor key. And unlike what he normally does, there's not an A major chord anywhere in here. He loves to ground something in a minor chord and then swap it to the major. Like he does in Sunny Afternoon, he's, he's on a D minor um, for the bulk of the song, but then for the chorusy sections, he switches to a D major and then ends the song on a D major, I believe. Uh, he never does that here. And he's not super grounded in key. But, you know, tonality wise, but um, he does keep it in the minor, which is very rare. So this song has a lot of sadness to it. And you have the descending chord progression and. Uh, and, and I mean, it's and, the, and that vocal delivery, it's really something it's a good song. Uh, I don't know. I've never been a fan as far as face to face goes. I've never been a fan of opening the album with party line. I don't know where else you would have put it. Uh, I maybe would have opened with most exclusive residents for sale, but Rosie, won't you please come home is a very cool track too. And you know, it's like uh, the Beatles in 1966 did revolver, which opens with tax man. So you've got your rocker and then Eleanor Rigby, which is your minor key. Um, more of a haunting melody. And this is kind of the same one-two punch. I, I like that. I like when bands do that. I like when bands open with the slow song. Not that this is a slow song, but uh, it, it's a cool one-two punch. We've heard them at their Rocky, and now we've heard them at their um, Despair. We've got the whole rock and roll experience in the first two tunes of this album. So that's Rosie, Won't You Please Come Home. Uh, I've created a Spotify playlist that has all of the tunes that we're talking about. So if you are just a casual fan of one of these bands, then follow that and you'll have access to all the songs we talk about on here. Um, or if you're a diehard fan of both bands, it's a cool playlist to follow because it'll obviously gets bigger every day, but uh, it's a, it's a interesting selection of songs so far because there's not a ton of hits on it. And I swear to you, for the most part, this podcast topics are picked at random. Uh, so we're bound to have a string of hits eventually. But, you know, we've stayed away from a lot of the, the most well-known songs. Also, swingbyherohabit.com. We do a write-up every week about the week's shows. There's a group dedicated to the Kinks and Beats podcast. I took down the Beatles and the Kinks groups um, and just made one group for this podcast. So go swing by there, um, start some conversations. You can give me a call at 925-494-1739 or email me kinksandbeats at herohabit.com and uh, you can be a part of this podcast. And I hope you are sharing this on Facebook and Twitter and, and everywhere and uh, getting the word out that this podcast exists. All right. I will be back tomorrow as we are talking about the Beatles reunion. All right. Have a great day, everybody.
This podcast is presented by the Hero Habit Podcast Network. Swing by HeroHabit.com today to comment on this episode and poke around our growing database of sports and pop culture news, reviews, and collectibles. HeroHabit.com. Collect your heroes.